Good evening. Tonight is what is it? Monday. Monday night, October 21st. Um, I was in the mood to do a podcast. I've been in the mood to do one um for a while now, but I just couldn't really come up with any topic. So I posted something on Instagram tonight, like, hey, tell me what you want me to talk about and I'll cover everything. So I don't know that I'm gonna get this under 10 minutes. I'm gonna try because I just don't want it too too long. But most of you wanted to know about me, uh, like day in the life kind of stuff, which I'm always, uh, I, it always shocks and surprises me um, because I figure, you know, I'll just tell you about all these things that I know or just my tips and tricks, but that's fine. So what I did was I picked 10 topics. Um, a lot of the stuff that you guys have asked about, I've already covered. So if you just go through my, um, some of the posts, I've been doing these podcasts for probably two, three years, believe it or not. And so you can tell when I was doing them on my old computer, you can hear all these noises, but I love doing them. Um, now that I've gotten a bit busier, I can't do them as often, but I picked 10 topics, um, on how I, so I, you know, this is that how I series, how I, um, and I'll do all 10. So number one is how I deal with copycats. Um, people ask me this all the time and I really, I don't know if people believe me or not, but I just don't really care that much. Um, you, because anything that's a copycat, like everybody knows it's copied. And so you, people want what's original all the time. So for as long as you live, if you're doing something amazing, there's going to be someone who copies it. Um, most of the time you're just flattered. Um, other times you just kind of, I mean, why spend time worrying about who's copying you? Because can you imagine how you have to run your life and your business waiting around to see what everyone else is doing? So you're not even coming up with any original ideas. You just have to sit around and you just kind of have to wait. So, I mean, be glad that everybody has to wait on you. Um, I don't, you just, you can't worry about it. If anything, be flattered. And, you know, sometimes you just have to be glad that somebody else is pushing you to be better. So I always say, you know, I'm competitive. So if you step on the track with me, if you get in my lane, I'm coming to polarize you. So thank them for making you push harder to be better. Number two, how do I say no and mean it without feeling guilty? That's a good one because I, um, I still, I'm just now getting good with that. Um, I've had times where it was very difficult for me to say no. Um, I always want to help people. I always want to be there for people. And I, you know, as I'm aging, I'm learning that saying yes all the time is not always good for me. And so um, I think I've told you guys this before, but I do go to therapy. I've been in therapy for about a year now. And I have finally got to a point where I'm learning to put these boundaries up and just kind of, you know, when something feels uncomfortable to me, having the confidence to tell people no, but explain to them why I'm saying no. And in the explanation, I think people respect the fact that, you know, sometimes I'm saying no because I don't want to jeopardize our friendship and I value our friendship. Or I'm saying no because I really want to help you and this is enabling you as opposed to actually helping you in my opinion. And so I feel a lot better. You know, I've learned that the, what you feel by saying yes, when you don't really want to, that discomfort, that anger is so much more than just saying no, like the no is quick, it's painless. And, and no one's going to beat you up because you say no. It's like, you know, everybody just goes, okay, 
So that's how I do it. And I'm not feeling guilty about that anymore. Um, how I have the confidence to pursue my dreams. Um, I, I have had, you know, a very, very close friend um, died in a plane crash when about maybe five years ago, five years ago. And over the time I've been to various funerals and after I've sat at so many funerals, I go, you know, I just kept thinking to myself, why do we operate in this space of having forever? You know, why do we think that we have our, you know, we have this in eternity to do things, you know, and it's, if, if you don't know anything, you know that your time here is limited and it's really up to you to make the most of this life. And it takes getting out, it, you know, I read, I, I was listening to, watching, listening to Brene Brown on Oprah, and she was just saying, like, having, the, you know, you can't be in the straitjacket of what people are going to think, and while you're pursuing your dream, it looks weird. It looks weird because you're probably broke, or you're probably, you know, 30 or 40, and you're, like, at an internship. You're, you're, you're at a space that looks weird to people, but you have to just have this comfortable, quiet confidence. I mean, all the things that I did, my parents would just be like, oh my gosh, she's crazy. My friends would look at me like, what is she doing? And you just have to really commit to pursuing your dreams and not allowing the thoughts and opinions of others to get you off track. Um, one thing that I always tell people is that when you make that commitment to yourself, um, you will definitely, definitely find success. And success is not always about making all this money, but it's just like this comfort, this satisfaction. Maybe all you really want in life is a comfortable schedule. You want to be able to earn enough money to pay your bills and to spend time with your friends and family. That is success, okay? You know, not having to be on someone else's clock or just maybe it's having a job that's very flexible. Um, whatever it is, you have to just find your success. So my confidence comes from knowing that I don't, that my time is limited. And so I don't want to, you know, I, all the people that I watched die had never really pursued their dreams. And I just was like, I can't go out like that, you know? Number four, how do I tell you exactly how I started my business? You know, it's always funny when people ask me that question. It's like, tell me word for word, blow by blow, exactly what you did. And it's like, you got to be kidding me. Like, I'm not crazy. You know what I mean? And more than anything, my mom said this to me last week. She said, you know what, my lady, once you've made it, other people want you to make it easy for them. And I'm not going to do that for you because that takes me back to what, number two, telling you no and having the without feeling guilty because it doesn't serve you. Me get, Even if I give you the blueprint, it's like you still have to do the legwork. So I'm not going to tell you exactly what I did, you know, word for word. It, but I, if you do a little bit of research and you do some Googling, I have told people, I have said it before, but I'm not going to spend my time telling you exactly how I did it. So then it's easier for you because it just, it's not going to benefit you. It's not good for you. And it's better for you to figure out your own way. Um, number five, how do I juggle business and personal life? Um, it's difficult from time to time. Um, I spend a lot of time working on my business. I love my business. I like what I do. So it doesn't, you know, it never, it doesn't feel like, Oh my God, I'm working all the time. Um, I really enjoy it. Um, my personal life, I think when 
people ask about my personal life, everybody always wants to know, like, do I have a boyfriend? Am I dating? And um, I, I have, I make time to date when I meet somebody that I feel like, you know, tickles my fancy. And I have met people in the past that have really picked my interest. And, you know, I think people wonder why I don't share them on social media. And it's really more because I think that, you know, everybody doesn't want to be public like that. You know, I've made the choice and other people haven't made that choice. And one thing that I know about relationships is that most of the time they don't work out. And so, I mean, that's not even me not being optimistic. That's just straight up, straight statistics and facts. Like most relationships don't work out and that's okay. So I don't feel like it's necessary to kind of like broadcast, you know, something that I'm working on or something that I'm doing. Um, and it just allows me to have something that belongs just to me, you know? And so um, I date, I go out, I've met phenomenal people. Um, I do have a personal life, you know, I have a family. I don't really post things about my family because I just think that, you know, that stuff's crazy, <laughs> crazy family. Um, so I try to just keep it to me, keep it to business, keep it to things that I think that you really would care about um, because the other stuff really, it's not all that interesting. Um, how do I, oh, what are the benefits of having a mentor? Um, you know, I've had various mentors over the course of my career, and I think the benefit of having a mentor, if you have one, is that you should really beg them to be honest with you. Um, a lot of you, and I see this, you know, I, I post something on Instagram that's like so, so super harsh, and people are beating me up about it, but I can assure you that if you find a mentor and ask them to be, you know, completely honest with you, it will make it a lot better for you. Like, I swear to God, one of my first bosses, like, had a conversation with me about my skin, you know, I had really bad acne when I was in my early 20s. And she just called me in her office and was like, you know what, like, that when you're in a image business, you're doing I was doing PR at the time, and you, what you look like matters. And so she gave me some information to a dermatologist, you know, that was walking distance from the job. And I cleared my skin up. And, she, you know, she told me things about how I could just have a better appearance. And to a lot of people, it's like your little feelings are hurt, but I mean, I've come a long way by her just being completely honest with me, like clear up your skin, you know, they take our insurance, you can do it, you know, how you look matters. And so I did it and it was insanely helpful. So, I mean, that amongst other things, but I think you should ask for your mentor to be insanely honest with you. Um, number seven, how do I enjoy time to myself? Um, I spend a lot of time by myself, believe it or not. I always laugh when people ask me why don't I smile all the time, like in my pictures. And I just had a conversation with my dad yesterday and I was like, you know, people always ask me why I don't smile. I've traveled through much of my adult life by myself. So, you know, I am the youngest child in my family. I am the youngest maternal grandchild. And so I'm used to being, you know, the smallest, the shortest, the youngest. And so I kind of developed this sort of game phase that I always have. And so, I've lived on my own. I've lived in cities by myself. I, you know, I'm living in Atlanta. My family's in Los Angeles. I've lived in DC, New York, San Francisco. I've traveled in and out of the country by myself. And I was telling my dad, I was like, you know, walk around with this, with this smile on your face is how you get got. So, you know, my face is very serious because I'm letting people know basically that I'm not to be fucked with. You know, you got to have that 
so that you can move around and do what you want to do. And I smile, I laugh. Um, a lot of my friends will probably tell you I'm one of the funniest people they know. I'm funny. Um, but when it comes to just, you know, me and how I move around the world, I try to just, you know, keep it serious so that, you know, I don't have to deal with people bothering me. But I usually, when I'm by myself, um, I love to travel. I love laying on the beach. I love, um, you know, I like reading tons of books. I think you guys know that by now. Sometimes it's like sitting on my couch, on my computer. I love decorating. So my old neighbor, every weekend she calls, says, what are you doing? Going shopping for your house. Like you're always shopping for a room. Like I'm like, oh, I got to finish my guest room or my bathroom or my guest bathroom or, you know, the powder room. I'm always finding something that needs to be decorated or, oh, I'm re revamping this room to something else. So uh, I love doing that. I love shopping. I love art and um, just spending time with my friends, traveling. That's pretty much it. Sometimes I really just enjoy sitting and doing nothing. You'd be surprised how much fun that is. <laughs> when your life is as busy as mine, just sitting with, with no plans and nowhere to go. I love it. Um, the other thing is, how do you choose a good publicist? Um, as a former publicist, I'm sure a lot of my PR friends are going to hate me for this, but I really don't think you need one these days. If you can just figure out you know, how to measure your social media, find out. It's very simple. People will tell you what they want from you. Instead of looking at something as a complaint, you know, if you got the same people asking for the same thing over and over again, they're telling you what they want more of, give it to them. You know, measure your likes, measure the conversations. What are the things that people respond to most? And you just kind of move in that direction. Now, as far as getting like this big, big, big press hits, um, I don't believe that press sells product anymore. And I know somebody, people kill me for that too, but I think that, you know, having a write-up in your favorite magazine may not necessarily drive sales. So you have to decide, what do you want the PR for? Is it that you just want to shine? You just want to tell your mom you were in this magazine? Or do you really want to sell stuff? Um, if you want to sell stuff, the people will tell you what you need to do. Um, but in terms of like having PR, you need to be hot. If you're hot, the PR, the press comes to you. Like I've never, I'm a former publicist and I've done no PR for my company, no pitching, no nothing. Um, all of the press comes to us because I have just focused on making what I'm doing hot. So focus, you know, when the time comes and you need a publicist, you'll get big enough for one. You'll find that the good publicist will come find you. So focus on being hot and having a hot product, having a hot record, having a hot whatever. And uh, that's how, that's my opinion on that. Um, number nine, and I've got one more, um, how do I separate my personal and my business brands? Um, when I first started Curlbox, I had a conversation with my team and my business advisor that I wanted to continue to be able to be myself. And if I had to fit into some like image or some box or not be able to be myself, then it just wasn't worth it for me to do because, you know, I spent all this time working for other people, kind of conforming and, you know, dancing their dance and singing their song. And if I can't be me, then I may as well not do it. And so they were like, okay, because, you know, everybody knows sometimes I can be a little cray cray. And, uh, you know, they said, well, let's just see how it works. Like you can be you and let's just see how far being you gets you. And so I wanted to be me because I wanted to encourage other people to be themselves. Like none of us is sitting here perfect. You know, people who are sitting around like they have these perfect lives. They never make any mistakes. You're, you're not flawed. It's just, it's bullshit. Like we're all flawed. We all make mistakes. I've made some real bad decisions. Um, I've, I've done some really not great things, but 
I'm here to mostly be a testament to tell you that just because you fuck up doesn't mean that you can't continue to pursue your dreams. Just because you, you know, got a late start doesn't mean you, you don't get a chance. Just because you've made 10 poor choices in a row doesn't mean that the 11th choice is going to be poor. So I don't mind showing you who I am because I know that it's a ministry to somebody. It's going to tell you, like, I don't care if you've spent the last 35 or 40 years of your life doing some real stupid shit. Like, you can change today. So you can tell I get a little bit passionate about that. So I get to be myself. And the rule is, if I can't be myself, then I don't do it anymore. So that's how that goes. Um, number 10. Um, I wonder if I answered that, like, in the business brand. Business is business. The company is the company. There's a bit of me fused in there. And then I just get to be me on the personal. The last one is how I make the most of my day. I think people ask, you know, that I exercise and I read and all these other kind of crazy things. How do I make the most of my day? And, you know, I think that it sounds a little silly, you know, maybe every single morning that I wake up, I give myself a positive affirmation. I'm usually like, thank you. Like, I'm always just so grateful to be woken up. Like, I'm always like, when my eyes open on their own, because I've never used an alarm clock. So when my eyes open on their own, I'm just like, wow, I mean, this is, I know I'm sounding silly, but I feel like there's just such a huge miracle in your eyes opening. Like there's somebody somewhere whose eyes won't open today, but I'm so fortunate and so blessed to have my eyes open. And so I'm really just like, wow, that's huge. Thank you. And then I just decide that, you know, I'm going to have a good day. I don't always have good days. It's tough sometimes, but I try to start off positively. And, you know, when it comes to your body, you know, I work a lot of hours and I tell a lot of the girls that I mentor, if you don't take care of your body, I'm talking about physically, what you're putting in it, you know, you got to eat right, exercise, drink water, get rest. You can't go to the mat when you're tired. And so it's so funny. My sister came in today. She looked so tired. I was like, what did you go out over the weekend? She's like, yeah, she drank. I go, when you drink and party all weekend long and then you got to come to work on Monday, when you drink like that, I know you don't ever like, you don't get your proper rest. Like you're like sleeping on the surface. You never go into like your REM sleep. And so, yeah, you're tired today, but oh, well, like eventually you learn that you can't party all weekend long and work. Like you just can't do it. And so I try to have a lot of positivity. I try to read something positive. I do the exercise. Sometimes I complain about doing that because it's not fun, but I know it's necessary. Um, I try to eat well, you know, I try to treat myself and, you know, I am, I feel so fortunate to have the, have an opportunity to do exactly what I want to be doing in life. And I know that everybody's not afforded that opportunity. And so I take what I do very seriously. I take the opportunity very seriously. And so there's never a day that I'm not giving 160%. If you ever talk to anybody who works for me, they'll tell you, I'm not the girl that squanders the chance. You don't come to my office and I've got my feet kicked up and I'm reading magazines and I'm making everybody else do my work. I work as hard and if not harder than every single person on my team. And so um, I make the most of my day by knowing when to stop. When I'm tired, I quit. So some days I don't work. You know, I don't, if it's two o'clock and I feel like I'm burned out, I stop. I may pick back up, you know, but I try to make sure that I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. Make sure I take care of me. I go to the spa. I try to eat well, live well. Um, and that just about sums it up. So I think I got it cracking in 20 minutes. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. 
and I hope to do this again very, very soon. Have a good night.